What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, welcome to We Know's Parenting, the parenting podcast hosted by real-life parents. I'm Beth Newell. I'm Peter McNerney. We're not experts, but we do have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. That is officially, as of this week, we have a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Yes. That's the big news. Maven, no longer one. Now, in fact, two. And Bryn, wondering why he's not immediately turning four, because he thinks it's the season of birthday. Well, we did say it's your turn next. It's your birthday yeah, next. Yeah, but now he's woken up the two days since since her birthday. He's uh, asked me twice, is my birthday tomorrow? And he said, I'm turning four today, right? Yeah, that's good. I'm turning four today, yes. Uh, I got to say, though, overall... I am most impressed with Bryn's reaction to Maven having all of the attention. Uh, he did a pretty great job of not stealing all of her stuff and crying when she had the attention. Yeah. I mean, when I got home from work and pulled out one last present, he definitely kind of decided it was his. But she was pretty chill about that. She didn't care enough about that present. Oh, yeah. We did open, open some presents before you got home. And uh, he opened them. But it was a big, like, well, this is Maven's present. And I sat her down on the couch. And he's like, uh, uh, and I put it on her lap. And then he ripped it open. And she did not care. Yeah. That, I think that 
That summarizes sort of what it is to be a second child better than anything else. But I think it's also because she doesn't understand what's happening. And I think in a year, it's probably going to be very bad because she's going to understand that it's supposed to be her present. Well, I was just reading this, that, that basically, you know, before three, your kids will not remember anything. <laughs> I mean, specific memories, obviously, they remember how to talk and walk and all that. But like pre-three, a birthday party doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe us justifying why we did nothing for her birthday. Yeah. Well, I would say I feel pretty proud this year because we made cupcakes for daycare and yeah. we sent them in. And that's the first time we've made any effort on a birthday for these kids in the past three birthdays. True. What did we do for Bryn's third birthday? It was all nothing. I don't know. It was, I mean, I'm sure we like got him a little present or something, but this is specifically at daycare. We have made no effort to celebrate our kids. (laughs) Well, this is only the second one. This Bryn turned three. That was the first one. We did nothing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And boy, these cupcakes. Can we talk about these cupcakes? Yeah. Because you did at least someone in an effort of a Google search to find you. Did you specifically Google unicorn cupcakes? Yeah, I I thought about this a little bit because I'm paranoid, but I was like, should I do a sheet cake? And then cupcakes seems like easier for a daycare to serve. And then I was like, how do we make these cupcakes fun? I don't know. It just, I think it felt like a little bit guilty about the lack of effort we've made in the last two years for our kids' True. birthdays. The first two or three birthdays <laughs> are just training for parents. But we, you know, you you gave me the instructions make these cupcakes and you decorated them later to make them look amazing yeah as i was making the cupcakes i was on a conference call for work and i was talking and mixing this and i had a a moment where i saw myself i was like this feels the most dad i've ever been (laughs) making cupcakes for daycare it feels like the most successful like parent like good parents we've been (laughs) i went to the grocery store bought a cupcake carrying case we have to make yeah, a lot of cupcakes now. I know. Well, I was going to say... A two-tiered... Originally, part of my dumb thought process was like, I'll make cupcakes and then it will, it'll like be nice, but also it'll save money versus like buying a cake at the store. But then I realized it cost five times as much money because we got... Oh, yeah. I got stuff off Amazon. I got these like candy... Um, ice cream cones to be the horn of the unicorn and i bought you know i because i didn't have time to plan this i just ordered cake mix on amazon which also means they send you like two cake mixes at once and like yeah i was wondering why there was two of everything so it's just like a lot of stuff we didn't necessarily need to do (laughs) but um yeah this is probably one of the most expensive ways to make cake i feel like well because i told you to just get some tupperwares at the store so we could bring these cupcakes to daycare and you got this big cupcake carrying case that we Uh, now have to use so which was twelve dollars it was a highly effective way to carry cupcakes you i I got you have to admit you were surprised at what a what a perfect product i brought home i was simultaneously impressed and then adding it to the math in my head of what I've already spent on cupcake supplies. And I was like, wow, this is really cost ineffective. This is the duality of your brain, which is that like, just don't, you know, yelling at me, don't be cheap about things, spend money to make it easier. And then the other part of your brain is like, oh gosh, we're wasting money. Yeah. I just can't not think about the money. I also think like there's a part of my brain that's like, 
so expecting things to go wrong that even when they go right, I'm like, there must be something wrong here. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, knowing laugh. Um, yes. Um, well, yeah, I, so we did a great job, and Megan yeah. got pink unicorn cupcakes for school. It, it was I want to applaud you because I've already <laughs> applauded myself. Uh, but boy, it, it wouldn't have happened without you. And uh, those unicorn cupcakes were amazing. But now, if I die, you have a cupcake carrying case and you know how to put cupcakes in the oven. So, you know what? <laughs> if you had died before last week, I would have been lost for the rest of my life. <laughs> but now I have purpose. So, thank you for that. You are free to die. This next segment is called We Knows Wins. This is where we share some of our parenting wins for the week. Peter, what's your win? So my win, like always, it's a little bittersweet. It's a little bit of a We Knows tie in that I, in solving, in trying to solve one problem, I failed to solve the problem and accidentally solved a different problem, or at least began to solve, began to solve that problem. If it sounds convoluted, it is. Yeah, why don't we discuss it in concrete, real terms? No, 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 no. I'm going to keep speaking in generalities and themes. That's fun. No, no, no. Here are the facts. So our kids are notoriously, I mean, I assume most kids are uh, difficult to put to bed. And this is an <laughs> ongoing theme in our lives and on this podcast. <clears throat> but it has gotten much easier recently. Do you want to hear a really um, offensive tweet I made this week about this? You made an offensive tweet. It's a really distasteful this? tweet I made about. It's. I don't know if I should say it on the podcast. If your children are listening, you might want to. Oh skip yeah. Ahead. Do you know what? Do we swear in this podcast? I know we have. <clears throat> I think right. I'm just going to say that we sometimes do. Um, and okay. This is a big skip ahead. Fifteen seconds. If you don't want to hear a swear <laughs> word, right. Now, Beth, read it. My tweet is, putting my kids to bed is so hard it could fuck someone it's not even attracted to. Beth, I remember this tweet now. I read it, and I got to say, I had a very strong reaction to it. I said to myself, first of all, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> then I thought, is your mom reading this? And then I thought, is my mom reading this? Well, I, I think, no, I don't know. My mom's not on Twitter. And third of all, I said, okay, it is funny. Fourth of all, I'm uncomfortable again. Uh, Not a typical you joke. I mean, I just really wanted to emphasize how hard it is to put our kids to sleep. <laughs> I, how, uh, how rock hard it is to put... It's so hard. Ugh, I don't even like making that joke. My Fun fact about my mom reading my tweets is um, she was reading them and she had... My sister had for some reason set up an alert on my mom's phone so that it alerted her like the second I tweeted, oh, which is no good for so anybody. stressful, especially when I was at home and I would tweet a joke about my parents and then my mom would get like a ding and she'd be... And then I'd see her come in the room and look at her phone and then she'd shake her head at me. <laughs> um, so if she's listening, this is going to get me in trouble, but recently I was home and I turned that alert off on her phone because... <laughs> she doesn't know this? I don't think so. It's it's one thing to have your family like read your comedy or like see it 
at a certain later date, but to see it the second you're thinking it is like a weird, I don't want to be writing the tweet and be like, oh, this is the intended audience of this tweet is my mom. I got to say, I don't, I'm, I'm not on Twitter very much. (laughs) So I will wait a a few weeks and then go on and just binge all your tweets. Yeah. And four of them will be something, uh, making fun of me or directly insulting. And I'm like, okay. I can process this all at once. These are good jokes that took that personally. Beth's not around. I'm going to have a donut. There's not that many fair. tweets about you. Not, not anymore. Um, there was so, a, okay, so putting think, our kids I think to before bed. you had your thyroid surgery and you felt less insane, uh, or you felt more insane, I feel like there were more. I don't think so. I don't think I've tweeted about you in a very long time. Uh, I know. I mean, like, prior to that. Anyway, tell your story. Our kids are very hard to put to sleep. So we have a – in that we put them in bed and one of them would scream and cry or get out of bed for a long time. We have a new problem, which is they like each other. And it's the hysterical scream laughing yeah. that happens after we put them to bed. It's delightful and it is also infuriating because I can hear these out of bed – He's like crawling underneath her crib. There, I went in last night, and they—he had his hands up against the crib, and they had their faces smashed together, <laughs> and they were going funny faces, funny faces. <laughs> and boy, I feel like such a grump when you have to be like, "Why are you out of bed?" <laughs> because if it something was me, adorable. I would probably just leave it. Like my tendency is like, if they're not physically in my space bothering me, I'm like, okay, fine. The, mostly, yes. I'm like, I can ignore laughing better than crying. But it was getting a, a little out of hand. So, l- well, last night I gave him some candy to bribe him into taking a bath because they were covered in paint. And then I realized I just gave this kid a bunch of sugar. And then he was insane. Yeah, you have to make the candy dose very small. It, I, I blew it. <laughs> I like gave him four like sour patch watermelons. Oh no! And then he was insane. And it was afterwards. I was like, "That's the dumbest thing." Anyway, so I go in there, and Bryn, Bryn keeps getting out of bed, and so I've started threatening him because he he still has a pacifier. We call it a uh, his yay yay. We've got to cut the cord on these pacifiers. Well, it's hard to take it away from him because she always has one, and he's. The dentist said he's got to get rid of that by before he's four. So we get a little bit of time. But I'm trying to get rid of it. And I realized that keeping him in bed, all I have to do is come in and take away his yay-yay and be like, get, you know, if you get out of bed, I'm taking this. He goes, oh, no. And so for about two nights, that was my ace in, ace in the deck. Is that a saying? Ace in the ace deck. Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Ace in the hand. Two in the bush. Um, <laughs> I went in there and took it away from him. And then... Last night they were laughing and I went in there and I was like, you have to stay in bed. And I took his yay-yay and I'm like, I'm going to take this. And he goes, okay. I go, you don't want this? Did you just wean him off pacifier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I don't care. I don't care. And I go, uh, are you sure? Because <laughs> it's ruining my plan to keep him in bed. I go, okay, I'm going to take it out of here. Expecting him to be like, no. And he goes, Okay. And I walked towards the door. I'm like, I'm leaving. He's like, okay, daddy. I'm like, I'm out the door. It's like, bye. I'm going. I left. And they continued to laugh and jump out of bed and scream. And then I was sitting out here. And I'm like, well, 
he doesn't want his pacifier anymore. I mean, he doesn't have doesn't have it at school for nap time. So I'm like, I'll solve the problem, but not the problem I was trying to solve. So I call it a Wino's tie. So we can put him in bed without a pacifier now. Mm. Three hours later, he screamed for it back. Okay. But it was a first step. <laughs> One important thing to note here is that we currently only have two pacifiers left, which is only one pacifier per child. So we're playing a very dangerous game here in terms of uh, retaining these pacifiers and keeping everyone calm. We had like 12 at one point. Yeah. God but knows where they've we're gone. We're at kind of a standoff because our kids should be weaned from pacifiers, but... So I don't want to buy more pacifiers because that's just feeding the problem. Yeah. But at the same time, we haven't weaned them. It feels sort of like um, an addict's rationale is like if, if I just don't buy more, we don't have a problem here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, we are. There is addiction involved in this for sure, <laughs> and we are enabling it. I pulled Maven's pacifier out of her mouth this morning. I can't believe I didn't say this already. In it smelled so gross i was like oh you got terrible breath and then i brought it home and realized oh there's a tiny hole in here somewhere and the middle of this pacifier is now just like saliva growing bacteria keeping them healthy let's keep doing it we are doing a good job (laughs) we are disgusting This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berber which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And now it's time for We Don't Knows. This is a segment where we share our most defeating or perplexing parenting moment of the week. Beth, 
you have one, and I hear it's related to what we just talked about. Yeah, so on the topic of getting our kids to bed, um, Bryn does something I think specifically when I'm home, which is where he wants to sleep, like in another room besides his bedroom and wants to sleep in my bed. Mm-hmm. Um, just It's like he senses that I just want him far enough away from me that I can do things, so he's trying to like find a way to be closer. And he can just tell he, that you, you know, and he just happens to love his mother. <laughs> He's like, mommy, let's hang out. But, um, so what happened was earlier in the day I had been, um, letting him use a dull knife to scoop peanut butter out of the jar because in my mind I was like, I'm teaching him more self-sufficiency. <laughs> but, um, he, he, he then held the knife up while doing that and said, I'm going to cut you. And I was like, uh, so, so I took the knife away and I calmly was like, you can't have this knife back unless you stop doing that because it's scaring me and I don't want you to be scaring people with knives, whatever. So then he calmed down and didn't do it and used the knife and whatever. Later that night, I'm putting him to bed and he was like, he was like, mommy, I want to sleep in your bed. And I was like, no, you have to sleep in your bed. And he said, he he goes, I'm going to cut you with a sharp knife. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then he goes, he goes, if you let me sleep in your bed, I won't cut you with a sharp knife. Does that sound nice? <laughs> and he was really cheerful about it. Um, hey, is, wouldn't this be nice? Yeah, he was like, how does that sound? It was like like full psychopath, but like very cheerful. Um, it's a perfect example <laughs> of the sort of kid brain soup that goes on where they just have all of these experiences and behaviors that they've absorbed and it's just sort of floating and it's free association. Well, we've also clearly created a bad habit of making things a negotiation and doing a lot of bribery to get him to do things like take a bath or go to bed. And um, he's using reverse psychology on us. (laughs) Well, it's the, I just read this thing that, you know, quite simply, you know, kids, kids pay attention to what you do and not what you say. And that's, people do that, too. Like, the visual information is instantly true, and language needs to be translated. Uh, especially for kids, they, they're, they're taking in how you are behaving. And what you say is secondary to that. So they know when your threats are half-hearted. Because I'll be like, Brand, if you don't do this, then I won't let this happen. Mm-hmm. And if I don't mean it, it he does not absorb it. <laughs> Uh, like, I'm going to take this yay-yay away. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I've noticed in that vein, Bryn has been doing this a lot. Where in that, does that sound nice? Or he'll, he'll put his shoulders up and throw his hands out. He's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that? He has a very earnest, like, almost dog-like quality. Like, he's like, hmm? Yeah. He has two modes. And half the time now, he's in that goddamn baby voice thing <laughs> that's a little bit... Sort of the the Hispanic vowel sounds from from the from the every other day Spanish, where to get the, I can hear those vowel sounds. But then he's also being cute and doing a baby voice. He's like tati, birthday, ah, ta ta. You know what? Let's actually take a second. I have a clip of him using his annoying baby voice. Take a listen to what this sounds like. What are you doing? I don't know. You, what are you playing with? A toy. What kind of animal is that? Uh, um, a birdie. A birdie? Yeah. No, that's an iguana. No, a birdie. A birdie? Yeah, a birdie. Are you trying to say birdie? Yeah. That's with a D, a D not a T. So it's birdie. Oh, oh, it's this bird. Bird? You mean bird. Yeah, bird. 
say burr. Bitch. And then that d say burr. Bitch. Burr. Bitch. Bird. Bitch. Bid? Yeah. Who taught you how to talk this way? What? Say bird. Bird. Why does that drive me crazy? I don't know. Is but it, then, oh no, oh no, is it racist? His morning. <laughs> oh no, is that what I'm responding to? Because he doesn't sound like me. I think I, think I have it's a more fe- of a baby voice than a Spanish voice. I think it's just yeah. annoying that you're like you know how to talk. Yeah, but then he—that's when he's really excited and he's being performative. He does that, and then he calms down, and then he sounds exactly like one of us. His, where he's like, "I won't cut you." Does that sound nice? His cheerful morning thing is like he's sort of like a middle-aged man serving you coffee. He's like, "Hey, mommy." Did you know that um, two plus two equals four? And he like he like wanders into our room in the morning. And he's like poking around, and I'm like trying to look asleep so he doesn't talk to me. And he <laughs> then he goes. Beth Newell, parenting advice: I'm trying to look asleep so you won't talk to me. So then he he wanders around the apartment, and this is when he gets into the most trouble. And he's been doing some insane things lately. Like this morning, he ate two two yogurts, two yogurts, and this is where the two plus two thing came. And he goes, "Mommy." I was like, how many yogurts did you eat? And he's, he's so this morning I had two yogurts. Um, last night I had two yogurts. Two plus two is four. I've had four yogurts. Kid's good at math. <laughs> I taught him subtraction last night and he gets it. So long as it doesn't require numbers that are exceed the number of fingers or toes that he has. He can do the math. Also on that vein, this morning... <laughs> I'm terrified of the things he does when we're still asleep. Oh, he, he also walked in the bedroom and he's holding something. And I was like, what do you have? And it's four <laughs> bottles of food coloring. That's what I found. The, I found the empty box of food coloring later. And I was like, oh, no. That was when I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, because uh, he also wrote on the insurance check. He, uh, yeah, because I'll come in the other room and find weird things strewn about. And he... Thank God he didn't open the food coloring bottles because we would have sent him to daycare just like covered in dye. (laughs) It's going to happen someday. This next segment's called Did You Knows? This is a segment where Peter learns a parenting or child-related fact. Peter, what did you get? Oh, I got a good one because it's validating uh, my behavior. This is from an article that I found from NPR. And uh, the gist of it is... If parents cleaned a dropped pacifier by sucking on it themselves before giving it back to their baby, the child uh, will have, quote, nearly 60% less chance of eczema and 90% less chance of asthma by 18 months compared to parents who use tap or boiling water. Wow. This is what I've always done, and I felt gross because I literally just, like, The pacifier falls on the ground, and there's, like, lint or dirt on it. And so I literally just put the dirt into my mouth, stuck it off, and stuck it in their face. Your laziness has saved our children from chronic health conditions. Yes, you are welcome. I always joke (laughs) when I was little. I was the kid. I I have a distinct memory of being very little, probably four or five, of always going to hockey games. My two older brothers, we all played hockey. And so I was a rink rat running around. And I would specifically look for candy on the ground of the That's bleachers. so disgusting. Yeah, the dirtiest place you can find. And I would find these Skittles. And I remember, maybe this is one memory, because I remember 
pulling a couple Skittles out and looking at two of them. And one of them looked fine, and I ate it. And the other one was gross. Like, there was stuff stuck to it. <laughs> and I remember really thinking about it and, like, doing a little work to pull stuff out and eating it and remember it being like, maybe that was too much. <laughs> <laughs> And boy, have you reckoned with that? Oh, with that I, decision. I stand by that decision to this day. I'm healthier because of oh, it. Oh man, the funny thing is that you and I both, I think, have the reputation in our family of being the kids who love candy and snacks the most, mm-hmm. and like are most desperate for them. Yeah. And my parents always bring up the fact that when I was little, they would do that thing where they were like, "So you're not going to talk to strangers, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then they were like, "So they if the stranger offers you a puppy, are you going to go?" And I was like, "No." And they were like, "If the stranger offers you blah blah blah, are you going to go?" And I was like, "No." And then they would go, "So what if the stranger offers you candy?" And I would always go, "Yeah, I'll go with them." <laughs> I and they I'm not crazy, mom and dad. <laughs> my my parents, my dad would go crazy. He would get so mad because he was trying to drill it in my head and I was like, well, it's candy. <laughs> um, and I think looking back, I'm sort of like, well, maybe if they had been giving me more candy, I wouldn't have been so desperate for candy. Yeah, you just saw it as like leverage <laughs> with your parents. Yeah, you know, maybe if there's more candy in the house, I'd, I wouldn't be starved for candy. Yeah. Wouldn't have to go to strange men. Maybe in I their wouldn't vans. be fiending for this candy on the street. That reminds me of a very random memory of being little. My little brother, Sam, was six years younger. I remember he was probably three, uh, maybe maybe younger. Um, and for some reason, I think we were in the tub in a bubble bath because he had a, a bubble Santa beard. And so we were having him play Santa and asking him, Sam, like, Sam, you be Santa. Can you say, what do you want for Christmas, little boy? And then he said, a puffalump, which is the kind of like stuffed animal that he always had. Mm-hmm. And we're like, no, 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 Sam, you're you are Santa. He goes, okay. What does Santa say? Ho, ho, ho. Great, yeah. Now, can you say what do you want for Christmas, little boy? A puffalump. <laughs> no, 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 Sam. And we did this so many times to the point where, like, I can't let a thing go unfinished. Even when I was, you know, eight years old. I'm like, Sam, <laughs> say what? What? Do every single word. And I was about to say, what do you want for Christmas? A puffalump. Ooh! And I got so mad at, like, my little baby brother not playing this game that I was like, I'm done with this. And I remember getting out of the tub all bubbly. I was like, Mom, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, our point here has been... Put those pacifiers in your mouth and give them back to your kids. Actually, you know what? Find the dirtiest spot on the ground. <laughs> stick it stick it in there. Clean it. And then you're getting healthy, too. Everyone's getting sick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're building up an immune system. And part of that is getting sick all the time. Yeah. Fun. But nothing will get them sick like daycare. But we've been over that. Can we just take one second to no, say, just... thank goodness. <laughs> We spent like three episodes on being sick. Just R.I.P. And that has been Did You Knows. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. 
Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, (laughs) except probably mine. She knows he knows. This is the segment where Beth confronts me about (laughs) weird household decisions that I make. And she asks, why did you do that? And I'd like to once again point out that (laughs) there is no he knows, she knows segment. There's no need. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to find one. Okay. Someday. Feel free. Anyway, but this is your time, Beth. You have the floor. Okay. So my thing this week is something that you do occasionally that um, I've definitely pointed out and you've been doing it for years and I don't understand it, which is you're cleaning up the kitchen. And I will say you've been very good about cleaning up the kitchen lately. I'll give you that. Thank you. I I'll love coming home to clean counters. I know you do. Um, but you'll clean up a lot of things and then you take like a empty milk carton or a bottle or something and you will leave it upside down in the sink to dry off instead of putting it into the recycling bin. And it's like, I think in your mind you think it's going to like dry out there, but it's just in the sink getting sprayed with water all day. So it never dries out and it's in the way of other things. Uh, And it drives me insane. Why is it there? I feel great about this one because I feel real confident in my justification. And that is, I, as the, as the one who takes out the recycling every single day and, and the trash. Um, every single day. Every single day. Ooh, that's a loud siren. I have taken out the trash many times and the recycling. Sure, of course. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm not, we're not keeping score. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you said you were the one who does that. And I, I mean, wanted. I am definitely keeping score, but we're not keeping score, you know? Uh, and liquid 
in the bottom of the recycling, which happens most often when you rinse out a bottle and then you like go, get water, get out of there, get out of this bottle. Then you throw it in the recycling bin, ends up in the bottom of the recycling bin and it gets gross and sticky. And so I leave it in the sink upside down so that it can pour out. I would say if you find it there, throw it in the recycling bin. But it's, I find it there and it's like more wet already because well, it doesn't matter sprayed. if the outside is wet. It matters if the inside is wet because I it sticks disagree, in there. agree. But. Well, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to take this note. I will. I'm not going to say that this problem is going to be instantly solved, but because I do think it is very effective to leave it upside down, at least for like a minute. So I'm going to try to then remember and put it in, but I'm going to forget sometimes and we're going to have to deal with this. I just feel like it's always there like five hours later and it's now surrounded by a bunch of like dirtier dishes and it's like getting grosser. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. You know what? I can deal with a moist recycling bin <laughs> if it makes you more comfortable. And the theme of this segment is that I am always right. That has been She Knows He Knows. Oh, boy. And now it's time for Would You Knows? This is where one of us posits a hypothetical parenting situation to the other and discuss how we would handle it. Beth, I have one for you. And this is unprecedented in uh, in the history of Would You Knows, this game. <laughs> of which we've only played two times before. But this is something that actually happened to me, and I want to know how you would have handled it. Okay. I picked up the kids from daycare yesterday, as I do on Wednesdays, and I went in, and Bryn saw me, and sometimes he goes, Dad, Daddy! And other times he goes, I want to stay here. I don't want to go home. And today was one of the, yesterday was one of those days because he had a book in his hand. And he goes, I want to, I don't, I want to read this book. And then he said, Oh, I want to take this home. And I was like, Well, that's not ours. We can't take it home. And I could sense that he was about to have a freak out. Uh, and so then I, I grabbed him close and I was putting on his shoes and I explained to him very quietly. I was like, Now, Bryn, you know you can't take this home. And I pulled my tactic of making him think about what's going to happen. I was like, <laughs> Now I'm going to take this book away from you and leave it here. Now we can. We can, I can grab it from you, and you can scream, uh, or you can just give it to me nicely, and uh, uh, and then you won't be upset. And so then he thought about it, thought about it, and then decided that option B was better, and then threw the book across the room in the well, around a bunch of small kids. Oh no! And the woman who runs daycare looked at him sort of with a stern look. <laughs> and I had a moment of, I need to react to this the right way because these very professional uh, caregivers are watching. How would you have reacted to this? Oh, man. Uh, it's such a delicate dance because I do feel uh, like a lot of, maybe this is in my head, but I feel a lot of judgment for them about like how we're not, stern enough and like disciplined enough with him but it's also like you know him if you give him like a stern talking to or something he just goes into stubborn mode and then he's gonna fight you 10 times harder mm -hmm. so i don't know i think i would have tried to be stern but not too stern so as to not make him more mad and i would have been like 
Bryn, we don't do that. Like I would try to like calmly talk about why you could have hurt someone. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's well, you? that's exactly what I did. Wow. And did it feel adequate? Nope. <laughs> I was like, now Bryn, we like Bryn, we do not throw books. And I was like, really like getting closer to him so they couldn't hear. And I was like, that's really dangerous, right? And then I said something I regretted, which was like, do you think maybe you should say sorry? And I was like, what? He's not going to say sorry. Right. And then they're just going to watch me getting pushed around by a three-year-old. <laughs> well, we talked about this with, we had a play date with one of the other dads from daycare and he was talking about how like the, our kids will listen to the people who run daycare in a way that they would never, ever listen to us. It's like they just fall in line yeah, and they all like go potty on command and. Or like, Bryn, go poop. He's like, yeah. okay. And like, you won't at home. Like day, daycare sent us a video of Maven being sung happy birthday when she, all these kids had their cupcakes out in front of them and all these kids are kind of like monotonously singing happy birthday while not trying to touch the cupcakes directly in front of them, like quietly restrained. And I just it blew my cannot mind. imagine our kids doing that at home. Although in my memory, uh, it was similar in that I was much more willing to say no to my parents than I would teachers. I was very scared of getting in trouble. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I just... <sighs> I never know the level. I don't know. I think you like if you're too angry at your kids all the time, you just get these like reactionary angry kids. So it's very hard to strike a balance. I think I haven't read the books or done any of the homework, but I know the rye parenting. Oh, I think that's clear. <laughs> the rye. A lot of people are into this rye parenting technique where you're like very calm with your kids. And like if they're hitting you, you like hold their hand and you're like, I'm not going to let you do that. And I've tried that, and it feels very ineffective. I've tried that, but it's also, I haven't gone 100%. I'm like, don't hit me. I'm like, don't hit me. <laughs> and then, like, I get angry, and I'm like, just, I, you know, like, pick him up a little too roughly, and I'm like, he, he knows. Yeah. It's not what we're saying. He, they can read your vibe. They know us. Yeah. Oh, boy. And that was Would You Knows? That'll do it for this week's episode. Before we go, we just want to give a big thanks to everyone who's reached out so far to let us know how much they've enjoyed the show and to uh, share your own stories with us. We love getting to know all of you guys, so please feel free uh, to email us uh, to let us know what you want us to talk about or just to share your own experience. Uh, we want to hear it. You can also send us your parenting hypothetical situations for our Would You Knows segment, be they real things that happened to you or totally insane, nightmarish uh, cartoon scenarios. It doesn't matter what it is. We like hearing all versions of that. You can email us at weknowspod at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at weknowspod. And if you'd like to see or hear more from us, you can hear me, Peter McNerney, on the Story Pirates podcast. Or if you're in New York City, you can check out Trike, my two-man improv show with the hilarious Nick Canellis. Most Saturdays at 9 o'clock at the Magnet Theater, magnettheater.com. Or you can hear me, Beth Newell, on the Reductress Minute and of course, if you have a minute to leave a review and a rating on iTunes, that really does help us a lot. But until next time, goodbye. Bye.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.